This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. I tell you what, it's halftime. We're halfway done through 2018. It's hard to believe that. This year is like flying by. So we figured that, hey, it's halftime. We might as well put on a really entertaining show today. So we have a couple of fantastic guests. One of them, you might have heard of these guys. I don't know. The Bacon Brothers. You're thinking to yourself, Bacon, Bacon, six degrees of... Kevin Bacon, what? Yeah, but you know what? What's really cool is his brother Michael is also with them. They've had a band, I guess, since 1995, if I remember correctly. Yeah, great. great. They're fantastic. And, you know, this is like their side gig, and they do like 40 events, 40 shows a year, which a normal band, that would be like a big normal, you know, schedule. Incredible talent. They are on their way here to Mississippi. They are playing tomorrow night at Dueling Hall here in Jackson. Uh, they were here, I think, last year. Yeah, they were. They were here last year. I put it up on Facebook. People just, one after another, said, hey, we went to go see them last year. We didn't know what to expect. They are amazing. And their new album's out. It's called Bacon Brothers. Great. Fantastic. You know, recently, too, I have thanks on Conversations, the television show, which I get to host. I got to interview uh, my good friends, Tania and Benjamin of Heart Society, they, of course, friend of the show, been on the show, this show before, and done television. They are great folks, and we're going to have them on for the second half of the show. So, like I told you, this is going to be an incredibly entertaining uh, hour. And, of course, my good friend Michelle is here. Of course, she's always incredibly entertaining. Hello. Hi hello. there. Happy, happy, um, happy Monday. Happy halftime. Happy Monday. It's halftime. <laughs> halftime. School's out. We're yes. all good to go. So you know, I can, wait, wait. I can exhale. Let me exhale a big one. Yes, school is over. I am just coasting, but I found out that they have a summer league. I'm about to say it's not. It's not. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. I mean, we're going to we're going to cross country practice. (laughs) We're. I mean, it's it's back to normal. But you know what's funny? I'm a junior high mom. I'm not a high school mom yet. Now they just pushed me into high school mode, and I'm like, what summer league? Wait a minute. We don't have to August to wait for this. No. We have practice twice a week, games twice a week, Mm -hmm. and I'm like. Oh, my goodness. So I'm back on basketball mom duties again, once again, for the summer. But I'm excited. It keeps her busy and keeps her active, and I like it. I mean, my son graduated and then's already been to orientation. And he's like, oh, slow down. You know, it's like, oh, my gosh. It's I, know, I don't get to hold you for just a second. No, <laughs> I tell you what, student. I'm worried about his mama. I um, am. He's like, well, this is going to be tough. Be yeah, I, I think mean, it will be, but you know, like close enough that she'll be able to go visit. Mm-hmm. Life is good, so mm-hmm. we're excited about that too. A lot of sports going on out there. Uh, you, you're into the NBA, right? <laughs> of course, yeah. I am a Golden uh, State Warriors fan. Well, I mean, come on, it's <laughs> you know, it's kind of hard not to be. But I tell you what, um, my son came up with an interesting proposition. He said, you know, there's only been one other person that won MVP on a losing cause. LeBron has carried. The Cavaliers this whole season on his back. Yes. And I mean, and I felt so sorry for him Monday. He, I mean, for that first game, not Monday. It was the first game. Was that Sunday? Yeah. No, no, no. Sunday. That was um, Thursday, was it? Yeah. Oh, one day, Thursday. Like that. It created mm-hmm. a great meme, though. You know, yeah. you know, everybody's like, you know, you did what? You know, with him holding his hands yes. out. But I mean, golly, that was such a, a heartbreaking way to lose a ball game, or at least. 
You know, I mean, they should have won the game. But that said, the Warriors are just too much. Steph Curry, I mean, he was backing up. Backing the entire up. starting team. And I was telling Jay, Jay and Kevin and I were talking yeah. last week. I'm like, I understand people do love LeBron. He's a good guy. Like you said, great athlete. But, I mean, he's not Superman. Well, no. he's got. I mean, he doesn't have the team around him. And exactly. that's the thing. The Warriors are loaded. Everybody on that team. Everyone. You've got Kevin Durant. You know, come oh, on. Oh, you know. goodness. Clay. So, yeah. you got, I mean, Green. I love to watch them interact with each other. Now, how it. long have you been? Are you a bandwagoner? Have you just now no, been? No, okay. Lord. Just checking. Just checking. No. I, maybe four years ago, was it? Okay. I was at my friend's house uh, that actually lived down the street around the corner from you. And uh, we were screaming because I'm a Warriors fan and they're not. So. Yeah. They're I'm like, surprised. What? I'm surprised uh, Rita hasn't called in yet. She may. <laughs> yeah, I know. She's she, if she even listens to the show anymore now that she's she's left us and gone on. She's to doing things. a lot. She's but, doing a lot. She is like oh the biggest Warriors fan. But speaking know, of, of Rita, she's actually on the uh, Heart Society album. She's their drummer. She is their drummer. So you know oh, with well. her schedule and their schedule, she's I'm like, everywhere. how can she get be on the road with them and do her own thing? But you know they have another drummer that you know fits goes goes on the road with them when she can't. Yeah. Well, she she's also draws so my cartoon. She just doesn't know it. So that's how she's just every everywhere. I'm you know of course based. Baseball too, and you know I, I'm not smart enough to figure out the whole college baseball how you go from regional to super regional and all that stuff. I mean I've tried and everything else, but I do know when a team gets eliminated or everything else. Uh, number one, my heart goes out to Southern Miss. Incredible season. What a talented bunch of players. You just hate to see the season end because, mm-hmm. you know, it felt like they had so much. Um, Mississippi State, that game Friday, you're thinking, oh, my gosh, where's this thing going? And, but they fought with their back against the wall, and now they're, they're on their way to uh, being able to advance to the regional final. I guess they're going to be playing today at noon, I think, against Oklahoma. Don't quote me on that. Ole Miss, though, they were behind, came back, and then Tennessee Tech, you know, scores in the last inning. Almost, went. I had more Ole Miss fans. They were like, I need to go see a doctor. <laughs> I mean, it was like cardiac central on that. So it's just nuts. But, <sighs> but I'm really pumped about the Bacon Brothers. I can't wait I to am, talk to them. I, um, I mean, and I got, you know, hey, I'm, I downloaded the album. I wanted to listen to it. I was like, okay, is it good? It is fantastic. Really is Bacon Brothers good stuff. So this is uh, Now You're Talking. We'll be back in just a minute. What? Oh. Okay, sorry, you just were doing all kinds of weird hand signals. Okay, got what you're saying there. Uh, But do look forward to talking to them as well. So a lot of things going on out there. Uh, You know, the weather's a lot. I mean, hate to say weather things, but when it's not 9,000 degrees outside, it's pretty cool, literally. So very nice, too. And today on Conversations, I will be... Uh, interviewing Jane Hearn, and that episode, of course, will run in a couple months, but I'm really excited about that, too. Her her late husband, Jim Lucas, was a photographer here in the 60s, went to Millsaps, grew up here in Jackson, and just kind of like was walking around with a camera a lot during all that time and was almost ended up in that situation every time uh, where there was something big going on. And, the, and, of course, Jane, you know, was cleaning out a filing cabinet, found a bunch of negatives, and they were, of course, Photographs from during the 1964 to about 1968, that period. Incredible group of photographs. The new book is out now. It's a past that won't rest. It's images of the civil rights movement here in Mississippi, and it is incredibly powerful. You know, there are a lot of books out there that talk about that time in our history. Uh, This one is uh, amazing, mainly because Jim's work is so powerful, too. A really strong photographer, really, really, really good photographer as well, but also a great storyteller. And see, he, he had, was a stringer for Time Life and also for 
for uh, well, Time and Life magazine and the Associated Press, too. And he, of course, lost his life in a car accident in 1980. But the photographs have survived. And he'd see, he'd moved on becoming a cinematographer and actually shooting motion pictures. So I don't even know that Jane knew that he had these photographs. And so when they found them, they printed them out. And what's amazing to me is some of the people that have written also, too, the so there's been con- contributions by Charles Overby, who, of course, was editor of the Korean Ledger for a long time, but then went on up to run the Freedom Forum and was was high up in the Gannett newspaper organization is from here in Jackson. I've, we've interviewed him on conversations. Uh, Howard Ball, Stanley Nelson, Ellen Meacham, Peter Edelman, and Robert Luckett, who's been here on the show, too, all wrote pieces on it. Great book. Looking forward to talking to her next week. I'll be interviewing Deborah from the show just before ours so that'll be great too so but like i said we've got a good show coming up the bacon brothers and looking forward to seeing that (sighs) i tell you what tomorrow night the the show is there and when they were here in jackson the last time kevin bacon wrote a song and i can't wait to talk about that talk about a career and you know a lot of people think well the bacon brothers that's kevin bacon well his brother michael who's the older brother is incredibly talented too has won emmys for his scoring he scores a lot of different um, documentaries and a lot of different shows too. And so I can't wait to talk to them. That'll be great. So those are some of the things that are going on. Look forward to that. So, and of course, uh, a lot of things going on politically as well. There was a Bill Clinton interview this morning and Bill Clinton just reminded me exactly why I've drawn 10,000 cartoons about Bill Clinton. You're just kind of like, Oh, please. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to do all that. You know, you're sitting there watching them going, oh, gosh, here we go. So that's big. A lot of stuff going on in the political world. So I'm getting ready to do my cartoon. But tomorrow is the big day for everybody here in Mississippi. We need to vote. Tomorrow is Election Day, and I need to remind everybody to get out there and vote. Uh, big couple, of, of course, there is um, this one Senate race that is up, obviously, going on, which is Roger Wicker's seat. That's that's one you can vote for, and then the third district as well, and then down on the coast too, Stephen Palazzo's seat. I think he has somebody running against him too. So make sure you get out and get out there and vote tomorrow. So, so Michelle, I thought you left me there for a second. I was getting all nervous. Didn't know what I was going to do. All right, coming up next are the Bacon Brothers. Looking forward to talking to them. Like I promised, Kevin and Michael will be joining us just a second. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. for the arts and music is MPB Music Radio. From classical to bluegrass and everything in between, MPB Music Radio has a sound for every ear. For information on where to find MPB Music Radio, visit mpbonline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. It feels a lot more like July 
Tonight she's just over. Welcome back. This is Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey. And look, I have, just as I promised, we have the pleasure of welcoming the talented musicians that are giving us a great song. Tom Petty's T-shirt, Kevin and Michael Bacon of the Bacon Brothers. Gentlemen, welcome to the show. Hi. I'm welcome to be here. Oh, thank you. And uh, welcome back to Mississippi. Thanks a lot. We're happy to be here. Yeah, the last time y'all were here, you you, uh, managed to um, write an incredibly great song. So I hope that you have the same kind of luck this time around. <laughs> yeah, so I was I was thinking the same thing. We got to get on that. I got to see see if I can grab a uh, guitar from underneath well, this bus. Well, I kind of laughed a little bit because I know exactly where you were talking about in the song, where the bus station is, the Greyhound bus station. Of course, that's a very famous place in Jackson where the civil civil rights workers came in. Um, but that time of day that you were writing about, if you get hit by a car. You're pretty. You're really doing something. So it was pretty desolate. So I just I kind of got a big smile on my face when I heard the song the first time. Yeah, we we um it was just you know just as described. We we pulled in. Uh, it was a Sunday morning. I think it was about six o'clock. And I'm an early riser. Um, and uh, you know I got off and 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 I also love um old uh you know architecture. And and I saw that that was you know beautifully restored that that bus station. And then walked up and saw the uh the plaque that's in front of it um commemorating the the uh the freedom riders as, as you know one of the st- stops that they you know came and got off the bus there and i thought it was just an interesting uh you know kind of historical moment and and you know it's it's funny with songs how they they start out as one kind of idea that was just kind of the kernel of the idea um and then it's it's and it's also just a song about you know just you know being away from home and missing you know people that you love and uh you don't have to be in a uh in a in a rock and roll band to experience that you know you see people all the time in airports uh on their way to another town and and uh it, it's just about being on the road well, I mean, speaking of being on the road it's number one it's pretty impressive that y'all are doing what 40 or something dates this year but also, too, it's not like either one of you don't have a day job. I mean, you're pretty busy in your own right. How do you guys manage to do your scheduling and, and be able to pull off, uh, you know, a great composing career, great acting career, and, yeah, still get to hang out for 40 dates a year? I guess it's um, we have a really good management, really good agency, uh, great staff, and a lot of support from our families. And um, it kind of revolves around what Kevin's filming schedule is which often can be a difficult to pin down as well. And yeah. so it sort of windows look like they're opening up. Um, the agency, we give them some, you know, some dates. They come up with some stuff and start putting together a tour, and then we wait and see whether Kevin's going to end up being free. And uh, that's pretty much the way it's always been, and it's always worked well for us. We've never um, – I don't think we've ever canceled a date far as i know um and uh you know it's not it's not very well controlled in terms of it feels a little chaotic but that's kind of the way it's it's going to be so uh we accept that michael i i number one i mean your career has been incredibly impressive in its own right too and one of the things that impresses me about you is you had a quote that said you have to talking about your creativity that you have to have a spigot that be you can turn it on and off 
I mean, how do you do that? Because, I mean, I do, I'm a cartoonist. I do television, do radio, do a bunch of different things. I'm sure that, you know, I feel the same way. It's like the only thing I'm good at, I think, is coming up with ideas. Is is that just something that you do just because of practice that makes it easier? Or how do you have that ability to just be able to turn it on like that? Well, probably when I was talking about that, um, we were, I was probably comparing the creative process of writing a song uh-huh. as opposed to the creative process of writing a film score or a television score. Right. So the, the, um, the, film, the songwriting is really elusive and uh, very difficult to pin down, but the scoring is um, you have to be able to turn it off and on. And I think a lot of that was planted by our parents at the early, early age for me. Yeah. So... Um, and just, just uh, I did. We did an interview recently, and someone mentioned that you were a cartoonist. And the project I'm working on right now is uh, about Jim Stevenson, who was a New Yorker cartoonist for many, many years. Oh yeah, he had more, more covers than any other person. And um, I got a chance to meet him. He died recently, so it's one of the things I'm working on right now is a, is a documentary about his life, and it's been really interesting. Very, very cool. I, I wish I'd have gotten to meet him. Uh, definitely somebody I'd definitely admire on that. Let me talk about this. I mean, I've got sisters, and uh, I can't imagine working together. You guys have been playing together pretty much since you were kids. Yep. Yeah, I mean, how, how does that dynamic work? Like I said, because, Michael, you're the older brother, and I know how my older sisters are. Like, I woke up one time with one eyebrow. Um, I know that dy- <laughs> dynamic can be kind of weird. Uh, have y'all always managed to get along pretty well? We get along my brother well, any ideas. Uh, yeah, I'm a lot older. I'm 10 years older. So um, I was pretty much established in the music business when Kevin was still a little kid. And um, But I never can remember a time that we didn't make music together, um, whether he was banging on a pot or something. And I was in a band with my sister in high school and um, became our childhood family environment was one of art lessons, dance lessons, acting lessons, music lessons, um, and not so much with the sports, but uh, I think between our father and our mother, we got the idea that we were here to try to do something creative and also put it out into the world in the best way we could. So in terms of the spigot that I have, I give, I give our parents a lot, of, uh, a lot of credit for that. Yeah, I think everything worked out okay on that. I really do. Um, Kevin, yeah, it's like, it's, I mean, Kevin, you're obviously, you know, acting was the direction you went, but at what point did you say, you know what, I want to still keep chasing the music? Cause I think, what'd y'all start in 1995 playing together as a band? Yeah, we started, yeah, 1995, you know, uh, it wasn't really like a, uh, a, a big life decision. It was more kind of like, let's just try playing one show and then one show turned to two and then two shows turned to um, uh, the first record. And I think that um, a lot, in a lot of ways, I think it was driven less by, um, by like the band and, and wanting to even play or record and sort of more about just, we started writing more and writing more stuff for ourselves thing as opposed to things that we were trying to pitch to other people. And so eventually you go, well, here's a new song. I want to try to put it out there, put it out to a small crowd or put it out to, to the, you know, to the world in some kind of a way. And, and the way you do that is to play it live or to record it. So that's really what's been kind of driving it down the road. Yeah. That process. Cause early on, I mean, how did, 
how did you start? Because technology has changed so much in 20 years. When you're writing a song, did you like pick up the phone and kind of back and forth on writing a song together? Or how does that process work? Well, we've, we've, we've done it in many, many different ways. Um, when Kevin was a lot younger, he needed my help to, you know, finish the song and get the, you know, he didn't play, play any instruments. So he would just sing me the melody and I would, um, you know, arrange it and put the chords to it and, and give him some suggestions about the form, that sort of thing. Um, so as, as you mentioned, you know, technology, um, everybody pretty much has a studio. Um, uh, you know, I have a, laptop and i did a recording session in my hotel room last night i mean yesterday oh wow so um the the technology has allowed us to work more independently and i would say the collaborations now are more in terms of how the record will be produced and arranged and um less in in the uh songwriting aspect of it because kevin's pretty much an independent he is independently uh technologically knowledgeable and he plays guitar really well and, and knows how to arrange things and all that kind of stuff. So um, it sort of ended up being an independent proposition. We're talking with the Bacon Brothers. They're playing tomorrow night in Dueling Hall. Um, I, I, the new album, the Bacon Brothers, is fantastic. Uh, downloaded it, I guess, Friday with most everybody else that wanted to get it on Friday. And, you know, I think anybody that says, oh, they're, you know, Kevin Bacon, he's an actor, Michael, you know, and his brother and everything else, I think they're missing something. You guys really have a great sound. And I don't know what it is about brothers, but it seems like brothers always manage to play really well. Uh, but the lyrics on the songs are, I mean, incredible. The Garden was one song that really touched me um, pretty deeply. I was sitting there reading about it, thinking about, you know, oh, reading the lyrics and thinking, okay. Uh, this could be bad. You know, this is obviously life is could be a disappointment. And at the very end, there's a little bit of advice from your mom that, you know, shows how not to live a disappointing life. I mean, talk about that, that process of writing the lyrics. Uh, yeah, I mean, The Garden uh, was interesting because it was the last song that we did for the record. We didn't record it um, in one fell swoop as a studio. We've never played it live. Uh, it was a song that I that I um, I wrote and, and did it in a dem- did a demo for and then and then it started with um, myself and our drummer Frank Lardy building that um, kind of percussion track with the you know the uh, mm-hmm. drums and the and the regular drums all the percussion and then we just shipped it around to everybody but in terms of like the and you know people started putting putting uh, bringing ideas to it and putting different things on it you know some sitar on there we have a horn section which we don't really use all that often but um i think the genesis of it was thinking about um uh you know seeing a guy down in the subway um i actually have um some people that i'm pretty close to who actually do busk you know and 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 they're sitting there they're you know busking away and it's fun because they love to play but in their in their minds their mind you know they're thinking I'm, I'm in the garden you know that's the, like that that's my dream that's what i want to be but right now i'm down in the subway right and how do you reconcile those those two pieces of your um existence whether it comes to um stardom or even you know for instance uh you know i'm just saying this um um you know uh marriages or, or relationships um yeah. You know, I think that in the course of life, you you get to uh, a, a, a sort of a fork in the road, I think, and one 
or or a, or a door, door number one or door number two, and behind door number one is is uh, gratitude, and behind door number two is bitterness. Right. And you know, you can kind of like at, at some point you're going to have to, you know, you know, make make a choice. And that's kind of what the song is talking about, I think. Yeah, and Tom Petty's T-shirt too. And I mean, I I, I was listening to it, and I was thinking, you know, I've kind of had that conversation with my wife before, and I wish I had a Tom Petty T-shirt at this point. But, um, <laughs> you know, but it, it it made me really miss Tom Petty that much more too. But it sounds like, you know, it almost sounds like a, a spouse is sitting or a husband's trying to figure out what do I do, and it sounds like you did the right thing at the end. I think the I think you're exactly right about that. That's exactly what it is. It's, uh, yeah, uh, you know, of uh, 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 you know, trying to figure out as a, as a spouse how to how you're going to be able to make it better. And and sometimes you think that the, the truth is is that the right I think the right words or the right um, advice is something that's more like uh, out of uh, movies or literature than it actually is out of reality. I think that the the, the 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 gestures that tend to have more uh, you know power are just simple ones, right? You know? um, and and so I was trying to think of what's a you know what's a simple gesture. Well, here <laughs> take my smelly old piece, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that's kind of. You know, that's kind of the, the idea behind that. Well, Kevin, I would say that one character that you've played would definitely uh, fit in today and probably be a good press secretary, but I think Chip Diller right now. All's well. <laughs> stay calm. I, every time I do, every time I see that, I just laugh when I'm sitting down drawing a cartoon because it's an editorial cartoon. But, yeah, um, so occasionally you do know the, the right words. Yeah, occasionally, yeah. Occasionally, right. Um, you know, you guys have played with the same band for I mean, you've the same four folks behind you for, for the whole time. How do you manage to do that? They, y'all must be a pretty tight group. Yeah, well, the um, I think one of the things is since we don't work all the time, everybody has completely independent careers. So when we get together, we are you know bringing all the experience and, and knowledge from the outside world into that. Yeah. And, um, one of the, the other thing about this band is. Uh, they don't need a lot of rehearsal. They can kind of walk into a situation, learn a song at check and play it that night. I've seen them do it. So, um, you know, that comes from many, many years of, uh, of experience. And, you know, those guys bring it. And it's really lucky to have them. I would think it'd be almost like a family reunion, too, when you guys get together. Yeah. It, what can uh, everybody expect tomorrow night at Dueling Hall? Well, it's... There's six of us, and we are definitely an all over the all over the park kind of band. Um, two songwriters, two different singers. So, um, and you know, we are brothers, but we're also very different in the way we approach music. And then there's a lot of stuff that's very common between us. So, we some one song may be really rocking, the next one might be really intimate kind of acoustic thing. So, it's all over the place, and. Most of the people that come to hear us are hearing the songs for the first time because we don't really do any covers, maybe one or two. And um, we hope to, you know, we just try to put on a good show and hope that people like the music and buy the record and come back next time we're in town. We put, uh, I put it up on my Facebook that I was going to be talking to you today, and I mean, person after person kept putting down how much they loved the show last year so that they had a great experience. Oh, great. So, oh, good. so that was good. I think you get a lot of fans here. So, Great. Well, 
I, I know you guys are busy and I really appreciate you coming in. We're going to, we're going to go out with the song, the course that you wrote here. One, one question about that song though. I hear female voices on it. Would that happen to be family? Is that uh, Tom Petty? I mean, uh, I feel you. Yeah. I feel you. Yeah, that's uh, Kira. That's, that's what Kira I thought. That. That's very cool. Yeah. Well, it's been an honor for me to talk to you. Thank you for taking time out to talk with us today, and good luck tomorrow night. And uh, thanks, thanks for the record. It means a lot. All right. Appreciate it. Take care. Okay. Kevin, and, Kevin and Michael Bacon, the Bacon Brothers. The new album is Bacon Brothers. Easy enough. They're playing tomorrow night at Dueling Hall. Of course, this song, I Feel You, was written here in Jackson, Mississippi. MPB news stories, the local shows you love, up-to-date severe weather info, and the state and worldwide reach telling the story of Mississippi. You're listening to MPB Think Radio. It's an expensive cycle. Insurance, gas, maintenance. Let us help break it by turning that car of yours into public radio. If your car is more work than it's useful, donate it to us. We'll pick it up, get top dollar for it, and use the funds to bring you more of your favorite shows. You might even qualify for a tax deduction. Donate your car, motorcycle, boat, or RV by going to mpbonline.org. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Listening to the soulful sound of the Heart Society. That's Tania and Benjamin, our good friends, friends of the show. They are, I don't even know where they are right now. They're probably somewhere in their little trailer flying around the United States. How are you guys doing? Are you like out on the road somewhere and, and riding around in your tiny house? We are, yeah, we actually just got in at like three in the morning. We're at my parents' uh, farm up in Muscatine, Iowa. What? Wow. Yeah. It's got to be cool. It's got to be perfect weather and cool up there, and so I'm very envious. You know, it's it's pretty beautiful. I think it's about 78 degrees right now, and the sun's out, and uh, yeah. So it's not. It's, yeah, the snow is finally melted, right? <laughs> yeah, thank God. <laughs> hey, look. By the way, it's good to talk to you again. It's what been about a month or so, I guess, since we did the TV show. Um, yeah. God, you guys, you guys just get better and better, though. You really do. And the new album's fantastic. Congratulations. So much. We really appreciate it. Yeah, even if you had a hack for a drummer. Oh, I'm sorry. 
I hope Sharita's not listening. Uh, she, she, if she is, she's coming after me. I'm scared of her, so I mean, we're going to be in trouble. Of course, our own Rita Brent uh, plays drums on the album too. Um, yeah. yeah, I just interviewed the Bacon Brothers, and I was like super nervous during that whole thing. But I kept thinking, you know what? I will always win Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. I will. Yeah, no kidding. You will. Absolutely, that is absolutely true. And that you know, is absolutely true. Yeah, what's so weird about it was, you know, I mean, here you got two brothers that get along. It's like you guys, husband, you know, husband and wife that actually get along. That can ride around the country in a little tiny little, you know, trailer and not kill each other. Um, yeah, exactly. and they actually get along too. So, I mean, I was kind of surprised that that's pretty impressive. <laughs> I wonder, I wonder if they fought as, uh, as young siblings. Well, Michael's children. 10 years older, so he probably had the edge for a while. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, but, you know, Kevin, I saw Footloose. He's got some moves. So who knows? I don't, I don't know how that dynamic works on that, but their album's good. Your album's fantastic. Um, one of the things I love about you guys, and I mean, I mean this in a very great way is you're so stinking positive. Um, oh, well, thank you. Yeah. I mean, it's more, y'all are more of a movement than a band. Yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, we just want to, you know, our message is love and equality and big thing that we want to put out into the world. Right. And, you know, I mean, it's one of those things that you put that out in the world and sometimes you actually get it back. Yeah. Yes. We we feel like we're getting it back right now for sure tenfold. Oh, now are you talking yeah. about this interview? Are you talking about the interview? Or are you just talking about everything in life? I, I think everything in life. Oh, okay. Yeah. For us right now, it's yeah. doing really well. Oh, okay. Well, that's. I think you're right. And um, see, I'm a grouch, <laughs> and so I throw out negativity in the world, and you know, it's just really. I have like a little black cloud on my head, but you guys are doing great. You're. <laughs> You're on. We you're, don't feel that way. Oh, I know, I know. I'm just giving you a hard time. Um, the new, the new album is "Wake the Queens." You're touring on that. Uh, what's kind of your schedule on that? Are you still bouncing around the country promoting it? Yeah, absolutely. So we we just did a little pop up show in St. Louis last night. Um, the next big stop is Chicago tomorrow night. We're going to play at the Lagunitas Brewery Tap Room, and we're supporting an amazing husband-wife duo called The War and Treaty. And uh, that's that's going to be a pretty huge event for us. Yeah. Um, so, no, I didn't mean to yeah. laugh there. I was just thinking, what a great name for a husband and wife duo. Yeah, no yeah, kidding. Yeah, and they're fantastic. And um, we met them on the music cruise, Kayamo, that we did this year. And uh-huh. we've been able to connect with a lot of really great people from that. Paul Thorne was one of those folks who's from Tupelo, Mississippi. And, uh, yeah, so that'll be in Chicago uh, tomorrow night, and then we'll be in Nashville. We've got a bunch of dates there as right, as as well as TV. No, radio. We've got two radio. Yeah, okay. we've got a couple of radio spots in Nashville, and then we're out into North Carolina for a series of uh, three different shows. You guys better watch out or you're going to become famous on me now. <laughs> I mean, I, don't even know, I won't even be able to book you on the show anymore. <laughs> You will always be able to book us on the show. My goal is to make you as nervous interviewing us as you are interviewing the Bacon Brothers. I am. I tell you right now, I'm super nervous. I just am masking <laughs> it very well. Um, and also, I've, I've interviewed you twice before, so this isn't too big of a shock. Um, you know, I'm trying to think about the you know the glamour of being out on the tour. And I mean, I've played in a few bands, and nothing compared to what y'all do. And all I know is, you know, you get home late, you're tired and everything else. And, and, you know, it's my son, you know, I picked up a guitar thinking it'd be a great way to pick up women. 
Um, the good thing is, though, Benjamin, you actually get to go home with the singer every night. That works out pretty well. No, I'm I'm pretty lucky. And, you know, there's there's this uh, old rumor that bass players never get any attention from from uh, from the adoring fans or anything like that. So as the guy who's playing bass, I feel pretty fortunate. Yeah. Well, you know, bass players are cool. They really are. Uh, it depends who you ask. But, yeah, I think. Well, if you ask the bass player, they'll tell you they're cool. Yeah, right, right, right. <laughs> well, uh, Michelle is going to lead us out in one of her favorite songs, Preacher Man. So oh. we're going to, we're gonna, yeah, so we're going to, we're going to go ahead and take a break and listen to that. Cause I tell you what, I, it's a great song. I like it too. But you know what? We generally do what Michelle wants to do because she's pushing the buttons and it makes her happy. We want Michelle happy. All right, we're going to take a quick break and when we return, we'll continue talking with our guests, Tania and Benjamin of Heart Society. And we'll see what's coming up next for them as well. Stay tuned. This is Now You're Talking on MPB Think Radio. Took so long before I found my way. I was lost in prayer. I know my heart has seen better days. So I keep pushing on by grace. So when you see these eyes, oh, you'll see these eyes, my story, they lies. So send me a preacher man, send me a preacher man, I pray. I think I need, I think I need a An evening in jazz can be just what the doctor ordered. Join me, Meredith Michelle, with WJSU's Evening Jazz, 7 to 10 weeknights on MPB Music Radio. You're listening to Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey on MPB Think Radio. Listening to Heart Society, and of course, that's Tania and Benjamin, uh, friends of the show. And welcome back. So now you're talking on MPB Think Radio, and I'm your host, Marshall Ramsey. You guys are you're currently at home base. Well, I guess um, mom and dad's place, and yeah. yeah. So you're still in the middle of the tour, um, and you've been selected for the American Music Abroad program, which sounds incredibly cool. I don't know how you're going to get the trailer across the ocean. That's going to be take a little bit more of a challenge. <laughs> You have to drive really fast when you get to the coast, and hopefully you'll skip across. But um, yeah, for it, sure. Yes, we have been selected for American Music Abroad. Mm-hmm. We're really, really stoked about that. So there were three hundred, I think, uh, entries. Yeah, three hundred applicants. So you beat out, yeah, you beat out three hundred people. That's or groups. That's incredible. Yeah, yeah. We, we feel very, very fortunate. Um, it's it's a program through the State Department, through the U.S. State Department, and it's kind of a cultural exchange. And they have bands apply every year, and then they chose 40 bands to audition live. So we got flown out to New York City to do that back in March. And then we just recently found out that we were one of the 15 that was selected to go overseas. 
Congratulations. I think mean, seriously, Thank congratulations. We talked about it, and y'all were thinking you might have a shot at this. Now, are you going to bring Sharita with you? Absolutely. We are. So Yay. One of the biggest things is she auditioned with us, so we had, of course, wanted her. But um, they want us to bring whoever auditioned, so Rita was game on, and she did an incredible job. And I think she was part of the reason why we uh, got the gig in the first place. She was so funny, and they just loved her and yeah. adored her humor. And they said, is she going to come? And we said, absolutely. So yeah. we're really, really happy to be traveling with her wherever we go. I bet say y'all are going to have a blast. I mean, you're going to have so much fun. Yeah. Absolutely. The, the kind of fun part about it is we, at this point in time, we have no idea where they're sending I was about to say, I was, that was my next question. Where are you going? But you don't yeah. know. Uh, so we they they've told us that it it takes a couple of months because I think they have to figure out um, a few different countries that are suitable for us to go to and you know in, in the changing political climate and and things that happen in in world politics it's kind of a moving target type of thing where they <laughs> right. have to figure out like where do we want to send these guys um, depending on what's happening in that country politically if there's any sort of civil unrest or anything like that. So. so if you get a call saying, hey, we're going to send you to North Korea, you're like, um, okay. <laughs> yeah. We, we think about that one a little bit more. Um, <laughs> but, you know, they send another band to Egypt. Uh, recently, they've, they've sent bands. Uh, we have another uh, friend, friends that went to South Asia. So yeah. we could really go anywhere. Um, yeah, it could. Uh, according to what we know, it could be anywhere in South America, Eastern Europe, uh, Central or uh, Eastern or South Asia, Africa. You know, it, the, the options are pretty wide open. It sounds like it's going to be one of those kind of experiences that you're going to be talking about, oh, for the next 60 years or so. Yeah. 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 And, that you know, for us, that's what it's all about. Right. We could, you know, be in one location and that's could be really great, but we love the aspect of traveling and meeting new people and having new experiences. And so this for us is a big highlight because that's what we live for. We live for kind of learning about different cultures and learning and meeting different people and learning from them. And so I think this will be probably one of those high moments uh, so far in our career. Okay, and um, hi, this is Michelle. How you doing, guys? Hey, Michelle. Got a question. I'm looking here at your artwork on your album cover, and I know we talked about this on Next Stop, but tell us again why you chose the three faces, the three colors, and what is the significance behind that, because it's beautiful. Yeah, thank you. So we use the local artist, Adrian Dominic. He owns um, Anne Gallery down in Midtown. And, you know, what I really want is Wake the Queens to be kind of a multicultural, like it didn't matter what color their faces were as much as it mattered that the women were strong and beautiful. And so we took one image, and even though the, the colors are different, we wanted them to stay the same and really represent um, the power and the beauty of all women. And that's beautiful, and that's what you talked about, too, your movement. You say you're, you guys are just not a band. You're a movement. Talk about a little bit about that as well. Yeah, I think for us, love and equality is really important. So when we go and play shows, just like if we did a pop-up show in St. Louis last night, it's not just playing music. It's talking about our story and love and equality and how can we love each other more and, and, and still stand up for the things that we really believe in. And that's really important for us to tell people, hey, 
be passionate about what you're doing um, and love each other, but also put some action in there too. You know, get out and vote and stand up for the things that you really care about and march as well. So, you know, that's how we tie in the music with a message. Yeah, you guys have, I mean, you guys have done an incredible job on that. And I mean, really almost kind of your whole story on how you met kind of dovetails into that. That's... Yeah, we, with with us meeting in Phoenix and then eloping and, um, you know, making a music video where we got married, we actually got married in the music video, and that's how we told the world that we had gotten married. Um, but the you, the big tie-in from that is that, you know, 50 years ago, we, we recognized that as an interracial couple, we would have had a really hard time being married in this country or even being together. And so we, you know, we try to look for ways to encourage other people who are having the same types of struggles in today's world. Yeah, and you can come home to Mississippi and be accepted with open arms, which is, I mean, that's huge progress. Absolutely, absolutely. absolutely. Well, okay, you're about to travel the world. You've got your bags packed. You're ready to go on that. Um, what's next besides traveling the world? Are you are you debating a new album? Or are you putting together writing new songs? What's going on? Yeah, I think that this time out on the road is really going to inform uh, what comes next for us. We, we're really at the, at the starting, uh, kind of the front end of this tour because we're, we have dates scheduled outside of Mississippi all the way through December. And so, uh, it's, it's likely that we're not going to be back in Jackson until Christmas time, uh, which is exciting for us. You know, we, we can get a little stir crazy and it suits both of our personalities to be out on the road and to, you know, to be meeting new people and kind of having new experiences, seeing new places. And that usually serves to inspire us for what we're going to write next okay. and, and kind of helps us figure out what our next direction is going to be, what our next project is going to look like. Well, if you're not so going to be home till Christmas, I hope you don't have a dog. No. <laughs> no, no. It's just the two of us. No pets, no babies, no plants even. So no plants, yeah. Probably the... Yeah, a cactus might be the best you could pull off on that one. Yeah, yeah, and we don't even have a plant. So I think, you know, as long as we can feed ourselves, which we've been able to do successfully for over 30 years, I think we're okay. I mean, I love the fact that you guys crowdsourced, you know, an RV. I think that's fantastic. Yeah, we've been really successful with uh, crowdfunding. And so the RV, we raised over $20,000 in 30 days, and with even our new album, Wake the Queens, uh, we raised over $25,000 for that one in over 30 days. So, yeah. See, that whole sending so, stuff out into the universe thing seems to work, doesn't it? Yeah, it works, you know, and we, we take a lot of action with that as well. So, um, you know, we, we're both really good problem solvers, so we figure out what our next step is and what we need to happen, and, and we kind of go after it. And yeah. At this point, we don't really have a fear of failing because we failed so many times, and most of, the, most of you guys don't get to see those parts, but we just kind of re, you know, redirect our efforts and, and figure out what's going to work next. Yeah, but if you're not failing, you're not learning, and you're not moving forward. I mean, that's the thing. I think people forget about that. They think, well, if I fail, I fail. Only if you, like, lay down and quit. But, I mean, you guys keep moving forward and picking up. And I mean, some of the stuff that you, you put out there on social media and some of your videos and everything are fantastic, what Thank you're doing. Thank you. Thank you so much. Yeah, we've, we firmly believe that um, you, it, it just takes perseverance. You know, the, the only time that you truly fail is if you quit and, and you just – kind of echoed that and and we really do believe that is you just keep working on it keep at it find a way to keep going and keep chasing your dreams and eventually you will break through 
and and we we firmly believe that and we we feel like there's evidence of that in our lives already yeah just looking at your schedule coming up um looks like you're about to break through <laughs> uh, thank you. <laughs> thank you for that. Yeah. No, I mean, pretty busy to say the least. I can't. I mean, I can't wait to um, you know hear you on Sirius XM. That's going to be kind of cool. And yeah, that's a really yeah. exciting opportunity. So we we're going to be in Nashville, and and some of you out there might be familiar with the names Buddy Miller and Jim Lauderdale. They are songwriting royalty in Nashville. They've written for um, George Strait, Leanne Womack. Um, I think they've written some stuff for Clint Black. I mean, some of the biggest names in country and Americana music they've written songs for. And they're very successful artists in their own right as well. And we're going to go on their Sirius XM radio show on June 13th. Um, I'm not sure if it's going to air that day or not, but we are just ecstatic that we get to sit down with Buddy and Jim and, and be interviewed by two men who have accomplished so much in their illustrious careers. It's a real honor. Yeah. And, and there are people we met on the cruise Tayambo that we did this year. So that, that cruise has really opened a lot of doors for us and we, we could not be, we're so stoked about it. See, that's the really. other thing about taking risks because you never know where it's going to open up other doors, man. I'm so happy to talk to you guys and I'm so proud of you. Congratulations on the American music abroad program. Thank, thank you, you so, so much. much. All right. want to thank, of course, Tania and Benjamin with Heart Society for taking a little time out and talking to us. And I want to thank Michael and Kevin Bacon of the Bacon Brothers as well. Man, talk about a great show. Perfect way to split the year and a half. We're going to go forward for the rest of 2018 and have some great shows. Now You're Talking is a production of Mississippi Public Broadcasting. Think Radio is produced by the amazing Michelle McAdoo. Please stay tuned for Southern Remedy and join us next week for more Now You're Talking with Marshall Ramsey only on MPB Think Radio.